Time Out with Manu Kakopian. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Time Out with Manu Kakopian. Thanks for joining us. Today we are joined by Shant Sahakian of the Armenian American Museum. Now, in case you don't know, the Armenian American Museum is uh, a project that is breaking ground in 2020. It's going to be located in Glendale, California. And the mission of the Armenian American Museum and Cultural Center of California is to promote the understanding and appreciation of America's ethnic and cultural diversity by sharing the Armenian-American experience. Uh, the vision is a cultural campus that enriches the community, educates the public on the Armenian-American story, and empowers individuals to embrace cultural diversity and speak out against prejudice. Now, th this is going to be a first of its kind uh, in Los Angeles, and um, the, the museum is currently in the process of raising funds, doing the groundworks to gather community support. Um, there's going to be a, a fundraising gala at on December 8 at the Beverly Hilton here in Los Angeles. Uh, most recently, uh, they were a part of uh, Armenian Heritage Night with the Los Angeles Kings, where they had a, a demonstration table set up uh, on the concourse, educating fans about all of the great offerings and, and, and the mission about the museum. And, and one of the, uh, the pivotal members uh, orchestrating all of this is Shant, who is the executive director. Uh, he, joined, um, he joined the museum last year, and in short order, uh, they, they've already done a lot of great work in um, helping materialize what this facility will eventually become. And um, so we have him on our show today to to further further talk about that and what needs to happen from now until 2023 which is the um estimated time of the the construction and completion uh Shant welcome to the show thanks a lot for joining us Hi Monica great to join you Uh thanks for taking the time out of your busy day I I know you're a busy man you you do you do a lot of things uh, you're you're part of the board of education in Glendale you're part of the Glendale Youth Alliance you've had your own businesses uh why why did you change your uh career trajectory and want to facilitate the Armenian American Museum as the, as its director Well thank you for having me and a great introduction to the project um you know my professional background was in technology and design uh, and was very fortunate to start my first business at a young age. Uh, and uh, through that business, I had the opportunity to meet many uh, nonprofit organizations. Uh, and uh, in addition to providing professional services, uh, give back to my community. And so I've been very grateful to have those opportunities. Uh, and along the way, I had met uh, our museum's executive chairman, Berj Karpetian, who was uh, initiating this project on behalf of the community. Uh, and he felt I would be a good fit to join the team. And so I first joined the museum in 2014 as a volunteer. Uh, and over the years, I had been given a number of uh, opportunities to uh, to serve the, the museum in a number of capacities. And uh, until recently, uh, being named the executive director in March of this year. 
2014. So this project is years in the making. I mean, I know you guys have had a lot of traction over the last 18 months, but the five years, uh, what was the impetus of the museum? Can you talk about some of the founding members and how this all came together? Yes. Yeah, so the museum has been, uh, I would say, an idea that was born many, many years ago. Um, and prior to the centennial of the Armenian Genocide in 2015, uh, the community organized uh, what was called the Armenian Genocide Centennial Committee, Western United States, with 19 community organizations who came together uh, years before the centennial to say, you know, what what is our what is our collective mission as a community uh, to achieve with the centennial? Uh, and so there were two main initiatives. The first was we wanted to have a historic march in Los Angeles, which we did on April 24, 2015. Uh, 166,000. Uh, demonstrators and and participants uh, took to the streets and joined together to commemorate the 1.5 million uh, Armenians who perished in the genocide. And so that was, in many ways, what are we going to do for the last 100 years in recognizing our past? And the second initiative, uh, which was also led by the same committee, was what are we going to do for the next 100 years? What are we going to do for the future of our community? And so through that process, uh, the Armenian American Museum and Cultural Center of California was born recognizing that we have built schools, we've built churches, we've built community centers, uh, we've built monuments, um, and what we felt the community needed was a museum and a cultural center. And so that's how the museum project was born. Mm-hmm. And, and for those who might not know, uh, where in Glendale is this specifically going to be located? So we're very excited uh, that uh, over the past few years, working with the city of Glendale, uh, the city dedicated a premier location in downtown Glendale in Central Park, which is located uh, right off the corner of Colorado and Brand Boulevard. It is uh, directly behind uh, sharing the same campus as the Central Library, uh, and it's uh, right around the corner from the Americana brand, which attracts millions of visitors to Glendale every year. Uh, And so the city agreed to a 55-year, $1 per year ground lease, uh, with options to renew so that it's up to 95 year, uh, a 95-year ground lease uh, to locate the museum right in the heart of Glendale. Uh, and so we're very excited for what it promises for the museum uh, in being able to attract you know, not only an Armenian audience, but really diverse audience uh, from all the residents in Glendale, uh, all the residents and visitors throughout the region and Southern California, uh, and for all the benefit it will give to the local community as well. Uh, in bringing an arts and cultural destination to the city of Glendale. Wow, that's incredible. Um, where now? I- I'm trying to envision what the museum is going to look like. Uh, kind of walk me through um, what 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 we're going to find in here. Uh, can you take me through some of the artifacts or displays or what's going to be in there? Absolutely. We've, uh, we've been uh, working with a, a team of professionals, uh, including our architects, Alajaja Marcosi Architects, our exhibition design firm Gallagher and Associates, uh, and a number of design team professionals uh, to help us, uh, to help guide us in this process, because we want to truly make a one-of-a-center, one-of-a-kind uh, museum and a cultural center that is 21st century. Uh, and so the museum program, we're currently planning to have a permanent Armenian exhibition which will uh, highlight the history of the Armenian people, including historic Armenia, uh, to the Armenian genocide, uh, to the creation of the diaspora, and Armenians' perseverance around the world, and what Armenians have contributed to the country and the world as well. 
We also will have temporary exhibitions. So every few months, we're hoping to have uh, different exhibitions come into the museum that could be on different cultures, uh, like our Korean and Mexican community. Uh, it could be on different subject matters, uh, like immigrants in the military, uh, or different themes that fit with the mission of the museum, in hoping that we attract a diverse community to come and uh, both discover their own roots and learn about themselves, but also for us to learn about each other. And in addition to the, uh, the exhibition halls, uh, we want this to really be a 21st century center um, that people come to for a variety of reasons. So we're also planning to include a performing arts center and auditorium and also a learning center uh, to serve our youth, a demonstration kitchen, which uh, we all know how much we love our, uh, our, our diverse food in Southern California. And so it's a place that we will bring, bring people together around food and traditions in our unique cultures. Um, and also, of course, our archives, which will protect our museum's collections and the rare artifacts that we hope to house. Wow, that's uh, that's incredible. Uh, it, it sounds like you're also going to take in a, a, a very unique approach where you're also honoring different communities and cultures. Uh, will, will you be also uh, considering there's going to be a very genocide-centric element to that too will you be taking a, a look at some maybe some human rights issues through other countries and perhaps educating uh, visitors on that as well yeah absolutely um, you know part of our our vision is to um, create place you know and a center that will empower individuals to embrace cultural diversity and also speak out against prejudice and uh, you know I can speak to my own family history you know my I'm a descendant of genocide survivors uh, who immigrated throughout the world until they finally uh, ended up in Southern California, and I'm a lifelong resident of Glendale. Um, and so for, for the Armenian community, genocide is an important part of our history. Um, but it's, it's also important to recognize that we have thousands of years of history prior to the genocide that uh, should be celebrated, should be showcased, should be highlighted in the museum as well. Um, and also, you know, a big part of uh, the importance of the genocide story is also our survival and our re the rebuilding of our community and our perseverance um, uh, post-genocide as well. Um, so most certainly the genocide will be an important part of the exhibition experience. It'll be an important part of the, the museum story, um, but it's important that uh, to recognize the, the complete story of the Armenian people, uh, which will be highlighted in the museum. Now, considering the, the prominent population of Armenians in Southern California, um, do you think this is going to be well-received from the community where you, you might even have uh, some capacity issues or demand issues? It seems like this is, a, this is something everyone would want to check out. Well, the, the number one thing we've, we've heard over the past few years uh, when talking about the museum is, you know, oftentimes from, from our own community and even from non-Armenians as well, it's finally, you know, how is it that we, we didn't have this kind of a place before? Um, and so we're very excited to to make this vision a reality. And, you know, ultimately, this is a community effort. So, um, you know, with our uh, board of trustees who represent 10 different organizations in our community uh, who have come together under this united mission to uh, make this uh, museum a reality, um, you know, we're very excited to uh, to bring people together, you know, both within the Armenian community and beyond. Yeah, definitely. And I think just the overall education of the Armenian culture has been so profound over the last few years where I believe it's gotten a lot of mainstream attention, education, 
uh, people are definitely more aware of what the Armenian is or and the, the, the cultural background and the history and the identity. And I think a, a project like this further perpetuates those points of, you know, putting the, the, the country in and the culture in a different light. And I think last year was a was a beginning of the start of this when the Met in New York, they, they had the Armenia exhibit from September 2018 until January 2019. And I remember so many people on social media were sharing and uh, talking about their experiences. I had so many friends and family members who specifically planned trips to New York over the holidays with this Armenia exhibit as kind of the centerpiece around that. And I'm curious as to what you know about the Met Museum exhibit and have you taken any learnings away from that? Well, it it was a uh, definitely a proud uh, moment for the community to have an exhibition like that at a museum uh, like the Met. Um, And, you know, it's uh, like you said, it was it was, uh, people are planning trips around it just to experience it. Um, and, you know, for us, it's it's a great example of what is possible uh, when you have a space dedicated to uh, those stories, to those artifacts, uh, to those uh, parts of our history, um, which, you know, unfortunately is, is uh, has not necessarily been as abundant as we would like. Um, and so most definitely the museum will be a permanent place, a permanent center, uh, which will be able to provide those types of opportunities uh, to people not only on the West Coast, but people from around the world, you know, throughout the entire year. And so, uh, you know, the typical day at the museum, you can imagine that somebody would come and experience a permanent exhibition. Uh, they would experience something completely different in the temporary uh, exhibition halls. Um, but they'd also be able to take in events like lectures, uh, panel discussions, conferences, seminars, and different educational opportunities and programs um, all year long. Uh, and for those in, in, you know, in Southern California and in you know, in our neck of the woods as well, it's, it's, you know, it's a place uh, that's very unique right in your own backyard that you'll be able to access all year long. Uh, and as you said, it's, it's an opportunity to educate the next generation. I think um, we definitely want to serve a, a diverse and broad range of ages, but, uh, you know, children will be, uh, will have a unique opportunity to learn about, uh, you know, Armenian history and to be able to have a museum that they can access, uh, you know, right here in Southern California. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm also just trying to imagine all the cool things I can find in there. Like, will I be able to see like some, maybe an Arshil Gorky painting or maybe an Andre Agassi U.S. Open uh, game use tennis racket? Like, take me through some of the cool things I can see in there. You know, all of, all of the above, you know, and that's where, uh, you know, the opportunities are limitless. Um, We, you know, and, and as someone who, you know, grew up in the community and as a proud Armenian American, uh, you know, proud of both my Armenian heritage and American heritage, there's still so much we don't know about our own history. And so even in this role as executive director, there's not a day that goes by that I don't learn of a new, um, you know, Armenian American who uh, may be lesser known, but achieved so much in his lifetime or her lifetime, uh, you know, or uh, just stories and, and things we don't know about ourselves. even. Um, and so we're going to have an opportunity to unlock that every single day. And like you said, we've had uh, incredible artists. We've had incredible uh, athletes, musicians, um, uh, engineers, uh, people who have uh, created things that we use on a daily basis that we didn't realize had, uh, you know, an Arme- somebody of Armenian descent who was the creator behind it. 
And so we'll we'll have that opportunity to explore all those stories in the museum. Yeah, and based off of your position in in Glendale, I know you're very active in the community throughout the school board and and all the other affiliations that you hold. What are what is some of the feedback that you've gotten from your peers throughout this process? Well, there's definitely a lot of excitement. Um, you know, we uh, we are going through a very meth- Method, uh, uh, you know, method, methodology for um, getting the to the point where we break ground and be able to open the doors, and so we're very excited for the day when we open the doors and we're going to be able to welcome people. Um, you know, for many of our our school children, um, you know, many unfortunately we we don't necessarily live in a part of Southern California and LA that that is abundant with museums, and so often uh, we have to go across to the west side. Uh, to access many great museums. And so it's great to have the opportunity to build one in Glendale, um, which will serve, you know, not only the Glendale community, but the entire region uh, in the area. Um, But I think there's a lot of excitement, I think, uh, for uh, many uh, young people of Armenian and of not Armenian descent um, to have the opportunity to uh, access a, you know, educational cultural facility like this, uh, you know, right in their backyard. Uh, It's very exciting. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing opportunity for for today's generation, today's children to really have uh, a a touch point unlike any other where you you no longer have to share stories word of mouth or perhaps have a language barrier where children are who who may not read Armenian uh, have different ways of, of of educating themselves. I know, you know, my sister in law is a teacher teacher in the Glendale Unified School District. Her children go to school there, and I can already imagine just how beneficial it could be to send these kids on field trips to the museum. You know, it's it it seems like a a perfect opportunity to really educate the next generation in in a really impactful and meaningful way. Absolutely. And, you know, for all the different touchstones that make us who we are, you know, when you think of, um, you know, your arts, your culture, your language, your food, um, your spirituality, you know, all the things that make you unique as a people, um, you know, for young people to be able to access that uh, is will have incredible, you know, an incredible positive impact uh, on them. Um, and I think what it will end up doing is it'll bring the community, uh, the diverse community uh, closer together, um, because I think what people will learn in visiting the museum is they will learn that uh, we have much more in common than we have uh, that are different. And, uh, you know, so much of what the museum will be teaching, while it may have a story that is specific to an Armenian individual, uh, we'll, I'm sure we're going to find that there, there are many universal themes that connect us all. And I think uh, ultimately, you know, everyone that visits the museum will benefit from the experience. Yeah, it's uh, it's really an amazing, really an amazing thing, and I think once you guys break ground, is I think when people are really gonna start talking about it. Right now is the grassroots movement where a, a lot of it's happening through word of mouth. And let's take a quick break, and when when we come back, let's talk about how we're going to actually reach that groundbreaking level and what needs to happen from twenty twenty till the projected date of 2023 for this museum to really, really be a success. So uh, we'll be right back.
You're listening to Time Out with Manu Kakopian. And welcome back, everybody. We are joined by Shant Sahakian, the executive director of the Armenian American Museum here in Los Angeles, which is set to break ground in 2020 and officially open its doors in 2023. Shant, again, thanks again for for being with us. And I want to talk about the next big thing that you guys have going on, which is your year-end gala at the Beverly Hilton this year. And I was fortunate enough to be at your gala last year, and I know it was uh, an amazing opportunity for you guys to do some fundraising. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let you tell the the listeners. What was that big landmark moment that uh, perhaps people may have missed last year? Sure. We uh, we had a very exciting inaugural gala. It was our first gala as an organization uh, December of last year. It was held at the uh, Dolby Ballroom in Hollywood, and uh, we it was an evening to celebrate uh, many of the uh, individuals who helped the museum uh, reach a very important milestone uh, that we reached last year, um, including uh, state officials who had contributed significant um, uh, uh, grants towards the uh, construction of the museum, uh, as well as the city of Glendale, who a uh, dedicated premier location uh, with the one dollar per year uh, ground lease agreement, um, and uh, the the I guess the pinnacle moment of the evening was uh, when uh, Los Angeles County Supervisor Catherine Barger uh, surprised uh, the thousand plus people we had in the in attendance with a one million dollar check uh, to the museum, uh, and we were very grateful uh, to her for her generous support. Um, but it was a uh, definitely an exciting moment. Uh, you know, it took people. Um, uh, uh, Took people by surprise, and uh, you know, had a nice uh, standing ovation following the presentation of the check. Um, but uh, you know, it was a great example of uh, the community coming together. We were very blessed to have over a thousand people at our first uh, first ever gala, uh, and I think it was a good testament to how excited the community is for uh, the museum and cultural center to become a reality. Yeah, and when when someone actually is is invited to these kinds of things, you know. Th- the, the, there's definitely a price point in front of them to to attend uh, a benevolent cause. But what can you take us through how you guys are actually using the funds and using the the sums that you guys are gathering throughout this process for for the listeners? Can you explain how that money is being used right now? Yes. Yeah. So we're very excited to have our second annual gala coming up on December eighth, uh, which we just announced today. Actually is officially sold out uh, with a few weeks to go to the big event. Um, and so we've been very fortunate to uh, have raised uh, more than $12 million uh, towards the project. Um, the state of California has contributed $8 million towards the museum. Uh, the county uh, supervisor uh, had contributed $1 million towards the museum, and we've raised more than $3 million uh, through uh, private donations uh, and commitments and pledges uh, from private donors uh, throughout the community as well. Uh, and so we've we've raised a significant amount of money uh, towards the construction of the museum. Um, we still have a ways to go, and we'll continue fundraising uh, in the coming uh, months and years to come uh, to make this project a reality. Um, but uh, right now we're in what's called a capital campaign, and so we are raising money towards the construction uh, of the project. Uh, and uh, we have uh, tentatively uh, uh, 
kind of agree to a two-phase approach with the city of Glendale for the project and how the construction will happen. Um, but we're aiming for the second half of next year to begin construction. So we, we have fundraising goals to meet to make that a reality. Um, our second annual gala will be a great opportunity to bring the community together again, but it will be a significant fundraiser for the museum uh, as well. Um, and we do have uh, three honorees that we're very excited to uh, celebrate at the second annual gala. Uh, we will be honoring uh, former U.S. Secretary of Navy and Assistant Secretary of Defense Paul Ignatius, who is uh, an Armenian-American. He was actually born in Glendale, uh, went to Glendale Public Schools, uh, and went on to become Secretary of the Navy uh, for the United States, uh, working under two different uh, presidential administrations. Um, and uh, he was actually the inspiration for uh, a campaign we started called the Square Foot Certificate, which is a, a beautiful certificate that's a limited edition certificate that's available uh, for donors to purchase as gifts. And so you could dedicate that to a friend or family member or child or grandparent. Um, and he was the inspiration for that as one of our first contributors for the museum. Uh, and so we're excited to honor him. Uh, Los Angeles County Supervisor Catherine Barg will be our second honoree of the evening. And so we'll uh, be honoring her for her commitment to the Armenian American community and also her generous contribution uh, to the museum at last year's gala. And our last honoree will be Kenneth Hachigan, uh, who is, uh, has many accomplishments in government politics and law, um, but most recently his firm Brownstein, Hyatt, Farber and Shrek. Uh, they actually represent the museum uh, pro bono during the negotiations with the city. And so that was a significant sum of money that uh, the museum was able to save thanks to their generous contribution, their time and expertise. And so we're, those are our three honorees. And so we're looking forward to honoring them. It will be a special evening uh, this year at the Beverly Hilton. Um, and uh, the funds that are raised through the event will, will go towards the capital campaign for the museum. Mm -hmm. would, you, would you say that raising funds is probably the hardest part of your job or the, the sole purpose of your job at this point? Take me through your day-to-day. -day. What is that like? What's your, uh, what are you trying to do for, from your day-to-day -day standpoint? The fundraising is, is, is an important component of it, but uh, believe it or not, you know, we have a, a team of three who are, are busy on a number of aspects uh, on a daily basis. Um, fundraising is definitely an ongoing effort that will continue and be a big part of it. So preparing for our gala is a big undertaking. Um, but in addition to that aspect of it, you know, there are a number of things uh, that even to be ready, uh, you know, on our opening day years from now, uh, we need to begin now. So, for example, we're working with a firm uh, a world-renowned exhibition design firm, Gallagher & Associates, who has actually begun the work uh, to develop the permanent Armenian exhibition. And so we've been working with their team of experts, and uh, they're developing the initial concept of what the exhibition experience is going to be like, you know, what stories are going to be told, uh, what will the visitor to the exhibition experience as they walk through it. And so their work actually takes a, a couple of years to complete from concept to completion and fabrication of the permanent Armenian exhibition. Um, and so there are a number of things that we are working on today even uh, to prepare for, you know, the grand opening day so that the museum is ready for the public. Right. And, you know, obviously one way to donate is through actual money. But I think a, another cool way to donate is by actual physical items and artifacts. I mean, what's your message to someone who has century-old rugs in their garage sitting right now, and it, this is actually a story of the Armenian people, and it's something that would be worthy of uh, of the museum. What What's your message to people who actually want to donate 
items that would be relevant and actually you would like to accept? We would definitely recommend for them to reach out to the museum. Uh, and actually, one of the most exciting things is we, on a regular basis, get phone calls and emails uh, from individuals and families who have uh, rare artifacts, you know, family heirlooms, um, items that they feel they, you know, would be a value to the museum. And so uh, we're in the process of communicating with all of them and developing the policies and processes for us to, uh, to begin to build out our collection for the museum. Uh, so we would encourage them to contact us, and we will definitely walk them through the process. Um, you know, we, we are looking to uh, begin collecting uh, items soon, um, but we definitely want to know uh, who's out there and what's out there um, that people are interested in giving to the museum. And, and one of the great things to see is just the, um, you know, the excitement people have because they feel like they finally have a place um, for those items to go. Uh, and so uh, we definitely encourage them to get in touch with us. Um, when when we first met, I think about fifteen years ago, you were at Setna Solutions, that which which was your own company. And for those who might not know you personally, I know you're born and raised here in Los Angeles. You're a local kid. Glendale has always been your home. Um, for 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 the younger people listening, um, you know your your story could be inspiring in a way where you kind of had this grassroots growth and movement into the seats that you are in now. Uh, what's your advice to people, uh, particularly who want to kind of be involved in the community uh, at the community level? I think the number one lesson I was taught from a young age from you know both my parents and different mentors along the way is to um, find the things that you're passionate about doing and, and do those things. Um, you know, uh, don't necessarily chase, uh, chase the dollar um, you know, when you're choosing your career path. Uh, but really find the things that make you excited to go to work, you know, every single day. And, um, you know, I've been very lucky that uh, along the way um, I've had um, many uh, business opportunities where uh, I've been able to benefit organizations through my professional services, um, but also many opportunities for me to give back through my volunteer work. Um, and so I would definitely encourage people to get started young. You know, there's there's no, um, you know, uh, uh, minimum age to start volunteering. Um, I would definitely recommend, you know, finding every opportunity you can to get involved at a young age and continue throughout your career to find ways to give back. Um, you know, just in the example of um, the law firm who represented us in the uh, pro bono negotiations of the ground lease. You know, here's an example of a professional firm. They provide professional services, but they're able to give back uh, through their business to help the museum uh, accomplish, uh, you know, their mission. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings are another great example. You know, we were uh, very grateful to be able to partner with them uh, for Armenian Heritage Night, which was a great event, uh, but it was uh, a benefit for the Armenian American Museum as well. Um, and so, you know, I think we all have a way to contribute, um, and uh, I would definitely encourage young people to get started, you know, as early as possible. Yeah, and the Armenian Heritage Night game last month, uh, I think that was a really cool element of how uh, a sports franchise has gotten involved with the Armenian community in recent years. I've been to so many of those uh, throughout the years. The Kings have done so many of them. The Dodgers tried to do one years back. The Clippers had one earlier this year. But the Kings really, I think, went uh, above and beyond with what um, what is 
has become expected and accustomed. Uh, how would you uh, assess that night and what it accomplished for you guys? Was that a beneficial mutual partnership for you? Most definitely. We're very grateful to have had that opportunity. And, and as you said, they, they really knocked it out of the park. They um, they had scarf uh, scarf giveaway, and so it was a tricolor Armenian flag with the King's branding as well, uh, which was great because as you're walking through, you know, the um, the stands and throughout the, the rink, you're able to, you know, spot who's there for, for that event uh, from the crowd. And, and throughout the night, they, uh, you know, put the uh, those that were attending Armenian Heritage Night on the screen and on the Jumbotron throughout the night. And so it was a very festive atmosphere. They had Armenian music playing uh, throughout the night as well. Um, and so they really found a way to get, um, you know, Armenian culture kind of interweave through the hockey game uh, throughout the evening. They also had the uh, dance performance in front of Staples Center before the game as well. Um, and so it was it was great for us because we had uh, we had a booth there. We had a number of people throughout the evening that came up to us who, who said, you know, they hadn't heard about the museum. They didn't know we were doing this. Um, they were expressing how excited they were now that they knew uh, it was happening. And so for us, it was a great opportunity to spread awareness for the project. Um, and to let more people know that, you know, this project is coming to Southern California. And so we want, uh, you know, the entire community to, to get involved, you know, whether it be through making donations, through volunteering their time, uh, opening the doors to their, their business or their organization to help us reach more people. Um, so it was, a, it was a great partnership. We're very grateful to the Kings for making us a part of that evening. Yeah, that sounds like a nice feather in your cap in, in 2019. But uh, as as the calendar comes to a close, I got to ask you, what's your what's your 2020 New Year's resolutions for the Armenian American Museum? What, what are some what are a handful of things you would really like to accomplish? Well, we most definitely are working towards uh, preparing the plans that need to be submitted to the city uh, in early 2020, um, and they you know we'll we'll need a few months to work with the city of Glendale through. Uh, what they would typically go through for any new construction project uh, in terms of the process that will be for moving forward. Um, We would be planning and organizing a groundbreaking ceremony, which we're very excited about, um, which, you know, will be open to the entire community to come and celebrate and mark that historic moment. Um, You know, for for many, you know, the Montebello Monument, Armenian Genocide Monument, for example, was um, open just over 50 years ago. And so that was a monument that I was able to visit, you know, uh, every April 24th uh, to uh, pay homage to the 1.5 million who perished. Um, but for me as a young you know, Armenian-American, I didn't know the history of that project. I didn't know how it came about. I didn't know how, you know, the people that made that project possible. Um, and so it's exciting that, you know, in 2020, we will have a groundbreaking ceremony where uh, we're going to be able to invite the entire community uh, and people will be able to, uh, join us in that historic moment uh, to mark uh, that milestone, major milestone that's going to be reached for our uh, community. Um, and uh, we'll be uh, one step closer to, you know, the opening of the museum and making the project a reality. Right. And, you know, you mentioned the the genocide. Is there going to be a, a permanent install, installation or exhibition that's going to be genocide-centric or genocide-focused? The, the permanent Armenian exhibition will most definitely have, uh, the genocide will be an important part uh, of the uh, permanent Armenian exhibition that will always be at the museum, um, always there to tell the story of the genocide, um, both the destruction and also the per- perseverance uh, following the genocide. Um, and then in addition to that, the 
uh, temporary exhibition uh, will be an opportunity where uh, as the you know we change from one exhibition to another where we'd be able to do a deeper dive on specific stories from the genocide um, as part of the temporary exhibitions as well. Um, and then, of course, in addition to the exhibitions, uh, the number of public programs and events we'll be holding between the lectures, uh, seminars, panel discussions, um, a number of those events will also be an opportunity to explore the topic uh, of the Armenian genocide and make sure that that story is told. Um, it's most definitely an important story that that must be told uh, through the museum, and uh, I think it it uh, definitely falls in line with our mission, uh, which is to, um, you know, to uh, embrace cultural diversity, but also to speak out against prejudice and to hopefully prevent future genocides from happening. Yeah, and it's, you know, I think over the next three years, you're really going to have um, a, an ample amount of time to program uh, all of that stuff, to, to tell the stories um, thoughtfully and carefully, to, to educate not only um, other cultures, but perhaps uh, our own in, in, a, in a real meaningful way. How are you also bringing that together? How are you staffing up? I know you said you have three people right now. How are you building this team? How many people do you envision having? Uh, so at this time, we have both our permanent museum staff, uh, a team of three uh, that are working very actively. Um, but in addition, we have a team of professionals from our uh, design team who's preparing the plans, uh, construction plans for the city of Glendale. Uh, we have a construction manager uh, who will be overseeing the construction. Um, we also have our general contractor who will be helping us through the pre-construction process. Um, in addition to that, we will have a, a team of museum experts who are guiding us through the process of both the planning for the museum experience, but also the exhibition. Um, and our exhibition planning firm, so we've had a, a few workshops uh, with um, uh, donors, supporters, uh, and volunteers of the museum uh, to begin the dialogue on, you know, what do you want to see in the museum exhibition experience? Um, what stories do you feel need to be highlighted? Uh, and so of the entire museum, uh, the exhibition, I think, is the most personal part um, because it's, it's how, how would you tell your story uh, to someone in the public? Um, and so we will be engaging uh, the community. We will be launching a community-wide survey um, in order to give the entire community an opportunity to give feedback on uh, what their hopes and dreams are uh, from the museum exhibition experience. Um, because it is important that um, we, um, we give the public an opportunity to uh, guide this process uh, in terms of um, how would you tell the story of the Armenian people. Um, but also we engage artists, scholars, educators, and professionals all along the way uh, to make sure that this is a truly 21st century experience and this is a professional uh, exhibition experience as well. Well, Sean, let me tell you, just personally speaking, if if I was visiting another country, another state, um, another continent, and I found out an Armenian-American, an Armenian museum existed, I would make sure to go out of my way to check that out and have that touch point myself. And I think um, I think this is going to be received very well in the community here in Los Angeles with Armenians and uh, hopefully with non-Armenians as well, too, who want to get uh, uh, educated about um, what, every, what the museum has to offer. And uh, again, thank you very much for taking the time and joining us to uh, further detail 
what's what the Armenian American Museum is all about, what's in store, and how everyone can get involved because I think this is a project that um, should should be supported. Thank you, Monica. It was great joining you, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about the museum. Fantastic, Sean. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you, you too.